This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, April 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Farm groups band together to ask for speedy Purdue confirmation vote. Soybean acreage could still inch ahead of corn this year. And President Trump signs new executive orders on trade. Some of the biggest names in agriculture came together Friday to ask the Senate to quickly confirm Sonny Purdue as the next USDA secretary. The American Soybean Association, the National Association of Wheat Growers, the National Cotton Council, and 15 other groups signed onto a letter to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Minority Leader Charles Schumer to ask that a vote be held this week. The farm group said in the letter, The Department of Agriculture has been without political leadership for over two months, longer than nearly every other cabinet-level agency. The list of key domestic and international issues that need to be addressed by the Secretary and his team is long and growing, particularly given the troubling economic conditions in rural America. Farm Group representatives are privately expressing concerns that Purdue might not get a vote this week because lawmakers are preoccupied with wrangling over the controversial nomination of Neil Gorsuch of the Supreme Court. If Purdue doesn't get a vote this week, it'll be a long wait because the Senate is scheduled to adjourn Friday for a two-week recess. The group said, we understand that the Senate's schedule is extremely busy. However, Taking the short amount of time that would be required to consider Governor Purdue's nomination will enable the Department of Agriculture and our industry to move forward with decisions that affect the livelihoods of everyone in the U.S. agriculture industry. There are a lot of reasons why the farm sector wants Purdue on the job as soon as possible, but perhaps the main one is they want him to advocate for agriculture as the Trump administration works on appropriations for fiscal year 17 and fiscal year 2018 budget. For more on what's happening this week in Washington, visit agripulse.com. Soybean acreage could still inch ahead of corn this year. Will this be the first year since 1983 that U.S. farmers plant more soybeans than corn? Maybe. The prospective planning's report on Friday put corn ahead, but just barely. And there's a good chance that that could change. That according to USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson. A very wet spring usually results in a shift of acres from corn to soybeans, Johansson said. And since they're pretty close right now, you easily could see that switch around. USDA released its prospective plantings report on Friday, showing farmers intend to plant 89.5 million acres with soybeans, just shy of the 90 million acres for corn. He said if we get a lot of rain or some of the areas where producers are unable to get out into the fields when they want to for corn, we may see additional soybean acres coming on. Trump signs new executive orders on trade. International trade remains a priority for President Donald Trump, who signed two new executive orders on Friday. One directs the Commerce Department and the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative to prepare a report in 90 days on the causes behind the U.S. trade deficit and the impact of the trade deficit on the U.S. economy. It will be titled, The Omnibus Report on Significant Trade Deficits. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Kevin Brady and Representative Dave Reichardt, head of the panel's trade subcommittee, vowed to support the executive orders, but both stressed the importance of continuing to expand trade opportunities with foreign countries. 
Reichert responded to the Trump action saying, We are leaders in agriculture, software, and aerospace industries, and 40% of our jobs are connected to trade. With 96% of the world's consumers living outside our borders, there is great potential to create new opportunities for American businesses and grow good-paying jobs here at home. The other executive order on trade to come out of the White House on Friday tasked the Homeland Security Department with preventing foreign exporters from evading anti-dumping and countervailing duties on shipments to the U.S. The executive order reads... As of May 2015, $2.3 billion in anti-dumping and countervailing duties owed to the government remained uncollected, often from importers that lack assets located in the United States. USTR announces win for poultry exports to Guatemala. Guatemala has agreed to lift tariffs on U.S. poultry four and a half years ahead of schedule, that according to an announcement from the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative. The decision means that a 12.5% tariff will be eliminated on a tariff rate quota of 1,000 metric tons of fresh, frozen, and chilled chicken leg quarters from the U.S., The USTR announcement released said this notable achievement for U.S. poultry exporters is a result of negotiations that USTR commenced in February 2017. This market opening benefits U.S. poultry exporters and expands trade for U.S. agriculture producers. Both the tariff and the TRQ will be completely eliminated on January 1, 2022. The U.S. exported $82 million worth of poultry to Guatemala last year, making it the sixth largest export market for the U.S., according to government data. USDA transportation report shows increase in export activity for grain and soy. Export inspections, barred shipments, and loads on ocean-going ships for corn, wheat, and soybeans are all up from this time last year. That according to the latest edition of the USDA's Grain Transportation Report. Total export inspections for the week ending March 23rd were 2.68 million metric tons. That's down a little from last week, but still a 39% increase from the same time last year. Barred shipments of corn, wheat, and soybeans for the week ending March 25th are up 27% from last year. Similarly, more ocean-going ships are being loaded with farm commodities. 44 ships were loaded for the week ending March 23rd. That's a 16% increase from a year ago. Well, that is Daybreak for this Monday, April 3rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod Watkinson of Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Downey.